producer. We're good, Mace. We're running. We're running. Let's run it, baby. Um, welcome to the podcast. This is Podducer, the podcast for producers. Today we have Dr. Uju. Yeah. If you could just introduce yourself for the audience, just, you know, what do you do? So I'm Dr. Uju. I'm a bass music producer from Paris, France. I mean, suburbs of Paris. Uh, and I'm actually like, I was born in Portugal, so I'm Portuguese too. But uh, yeah, I make bass music for, for, I don't know, under the name of Dr. Uju for like four years, since 2019. And yeah, uh, I'm here uh, in Chicago, and I'm chilling with the homies right here. Hell yeah, yeah, sir. We're uh, so you're on a tour. Yeah, I'm so I uh, I'm on uh, Spaghetti's tour uh, right now. The Noodle Selector. I don't. I don't, I don't I'm not familiar, but that's a dope name. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I guess I'm not wrong. Fuck, but yeah, it, but. Yeah, I'm on tour with Spaghetti. I have my own uh, side shows, like I did in LA for for the Uber and Faiso store, and you know, uh, a Texas, at the Texas headline uh, show too that I did in Dallas. And yeah, I have like my own shows uh, on the side, but I'm like mainly on the tour with Spaghetti, and it's been amazing. Yeah, dude, we're going to get into shows because you've played a lot of cool ones. Yeah. But we, we also start out with just like a fun little question, which is what was your first concert that you ever went to? Uh, Like EDM or? It could be EDM. It could be just like, you know, you went yeah. to like the local whatever and there was people playing music. So uh, I don't know. I don't remember my first concert because like, I have like a lot of backstory. Like you know, my parent, my my father, he used to work uh, with a band, so I've always been into music and like concerts mm. and like you know the touring life. Mainly like you know, at the time in Portugal, you know my my father was working working for them as a light technician. So you know I was just there and and sometimes I would go with them from town to town. And so for me, like, I don't have, like, a legit, like, first time on a concert, a normal one, but, like, my first EDM concert or was was uh, Keizo in Paris oh. in 2019. Uh, I was, you know, uh, I had a friend, he was like, yeah, Danny, I just won, like, two tickets from uh, from a giveaway. And yeah, you want to come with me? I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So I was, I went from uh, my work. I used to work as a receptionist at the time on a hotel. So I went from my work to straight to the, to the, to the show. And I was like the only guy there with like a suit. <laughs> you, you need to wear a suit. So I was the only guy there with the suit. And I was like, oh shit, what the hell? Like, <laughs> Were you hot? Like, <laughs> like, uh. Oh fuck. And then... <laughs> I was like I, I I was I was there and I was enjoying every time uh, like I remember now he's you know at the time he was like I didn't knew him but like now he's a big producer in France that was like Aztec and uh, doing the first party like the warm up wait he's, Aztec the DJ yeah Aztec yeah the DJ bro as like 
Like I know him. I think I went to school with him. But anyway, no, I unless don't, it's a different guy. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a different guy. Does he make like friends. trap? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from different he, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Azdek, like with the. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. And um, yeah, I was like, you know, he was doing the first, the first part that, uh, from from the show, and then Casey was doing like a set, like a one hour thirty or a two hour set, and you know, uh, I was like, oh my god, like. This is a show. I remember first time headbanging. You know, I was like, like I had like this, this some like this chick like right, like right on on the left. She was like looking at me. She was like holding my my how's it called uh, my 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 body like here and like she was like headbanging. It was like what the hell? What the hell is happening? <laughs> like she was trying to teach you how to yeah, headbang. Yeah, how, how to handbang. Because I was like, what the hell is happening? Like why? Like I never went to a show. So. I was, so yeah, it was my first show back in the day, and then after that, I was like, you know what, I I want to do this. Mm. I want to I want to DJ for people. I want to do whatever he's doing. You know what I mean? And was he playing like mostly like I remember Kazo when he was kind of coming up. It was like this like trap, but then also he would throw in like hard style and like it was very heavy. Yeah, he was he was throwing like dubstep mainly and 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 hard and hard dance and you know. I was like, oh my god, like dubstep life. What the hell? Like that's a thing. I mean, I knew that's that was a thing, but like, I was always watching, you know, watching like you know, people like Slender at the time and like uh, Nightmare at the time, uh, playing dubstep on Facebook. You know, like like you know, at Ultra, uh, whatever other festival. And it was like, bro, I never went to like, I never, I never thought there was like dubstep events in Paris, in Paris especially. So I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's real dubstep in Paris. Like, what the hell? And, yeah, yeah I went to discover more, and, yeah. Nice. Were you into, like, electronic music before that? So you were familiar, you said, with Slander yeah. and whatever, but you hadn't been to a show. That really, yeah. like, sealed the deal. Yeah, because, you know, from my parents, like, uh, I couldn't actually go out and... You know, I was always afraid to ask them out, you know, to go out because it's like, oh shit, like a show, there's a lot of drugs, alcohol, <laughs> and I don't do the, like like that shit. So I was like, oh fuck, you know, I don't want to be on, on an environment where everyone does this and I'm not, and like, I'll be the weird guy, right? So I thought that people will judge me because I'm not doing that. So people will find me weird because I won't, like, I, I won't do that. So, you know... I was very, very, you know, close to like MySpace because you know, I'm also a nerd too, so I, I won't go out. We're nerds. Yeah, we are nerds. I mean, and and I, I wouldn't get out because of that. You know, I was like, yeah, uh, that might be cool, but might be expensive. Might be, you know, people will judge me, so I'm not going right. And like my friend was like, yeah, bro, come, come pull over. And I was like. All right, I'll do it, and then I I did it. it actually, it was like the best thing I I ever did in my life. Yeah, you know, and actually, it was it's super cool. It was like the spark. Yeah. Was was that also something your parents instilled into you that like you weren't like doing drugs and like doing all that shit? Yeah, I mean, my my parents were, you know, my parents were like very. I mean, they still are very like Christian and. So they were like, yeah, don't do drugs, don't do whatever. And like, even like, you know, you know how all the, the church and religion is against 
not the light life and so yeah i was still put this in my head like yeah nightlife is a bad thing for me so i'll stay away from it but i was also wanted to actually like, experience that you know like being uh able to experience and like judge in my own uh fucking way right and when i did it was like bro it's not how people from out from the outside portray portrayed it yeah you can go there and not do all that stuff and the exactly. thing is like if you're already listening to music like that where do these shows happen it's like yeah. it's a nightlife thing exactly and yeah it was super good i would almost That's say awesome. that like people who don't do drugs while they go out um are appreciating the moment more they appreciate the music and um, can be more present, right? Versus, exactly. you know, you take a pill and you're out for four hours and you kind of come back and you're like, that was fun, but you don't really remember. I've had You friends. were just lit. Yeah. 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 I've had friends, you know, stopping doing drugs because they were like, I'm not paying like a $25 ticket or $35 ticket or whatever to go to a show, take a pill and not remembering of each fucking set that I mm -hmm. saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not good. It's, it's not true. worth it. Yeah. yeah. It probably all just becomes a blur at one point too. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, what point did you move from Portugal to France? So I was like 11, 11, 12 years old. Mm. Uh, the situation in Portugal was like real bad. I mean, it's still real bad a little bit, but like it was real bad. Even the government was like saying to people, "Yeah, you guys need to move." If, from this country because this country is fucked up what's going on i mean i'm just like so oblivious what it, what was happening it's what a is crisis it? bro like it's like you know everything is just like the prices are super high for people the minimum wage uh, of portugal it's around 60 600 dollars which is like like i mean it's euros but like it's 600 euros which is like you know super low for like two weeks no for a month from oh month. wow yeah and then rent is about like 700 mm. so <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean and then you have bills and then you have uh, whatever you know i mean you have cool spots that you can pay like i don't know 200 uh for for your rent and it's all right but like it's super far and it's not on on, on the like on the town and you know life is going like super expensive there Mm -hmm. and you know my parents were my, my mom was a little bit sick we had two i had like two little brothers at the time that there there were babies i was 11 years old uh you know my father was like yeah i'm gonna try france and if it's cool you guys all come out come and you know you went there in january to in 2011 and i and then i just came there like you know in in fucking i don't know in in august and we, we we just moved there you know what i mean like yeah it was cool it was i mean it was not cool because i was like i had friends there and we you know yeah. uh, i was like bro i have my best friends here what the hell are and you then, still friends with them some way some yeah i mean we still friends all uh are, like everyone we still friends it's just like you know we don't see each other we don't talk for years yeah or, no i get it yeah you know but like there's some friends that actually i speak to them i actually met them again this year because i went there in may no in fucking february and you know i i went to my hometown there will be it was like 10 years it was being like 10 years that they didn't actually went there and i went to my hometown and i was like yo shit and people were like 
I was like, bro, I almost could see it, like, had in tears. I was like, bro, I'm, I'm watching my friends here, my hometown, you know what I mean? And you was super good. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, France, it's, you like it? I mean, I know you, you're moving <laughs> around right now a lot. It yeah. seems like... So, France was really difficult at first, because first, uh, you know, uh, my in my mind, if I would move from Portugal, it was to go to England, because all my family was there. From oh. the from 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 my my dad's part, and every time my my dad was talking about moving from from Portugal was always about England, and then moving to France was like a shock to I me. I thought we were going to England. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was. Uh, that's why I speak English that well, because you know I, I was I was learning English since my young age, and like you know thinking it as as like you know really my second language, so I can go to to england and then you know the truck the shock was there it was like oh fuck i'm we're moving to france i don't know shit about france the only thing that i knew about france is a fucking so you felt tower you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean so i was like okay so we moved we moved to france <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was a hard time like for at first i, I didn't actually like uh really adapted you know uh, from the from the first five years, I'm gonna lie, and you know, especially you know, I was at middle school. You know how kids are at middle school. You know, you you, you suffer bullying, especially when you, you don't speak, speak the language. Yeah, especially when you don't speak the language. So I was just like, some kid was just coming at me. I would just beat them, you know, because like, bro, you what the fuck are you speaking? What are you talking? You're talking about, and you know, like one guy was. Were speaking to me and like laughing, and then everyone was laughing at the same time. And I was like, "Bro, I don't understand your language." Like, you guys yeah. are all laughing. So it was a, re- a little bit difficult the five the five first years. I I I, I learned in French super fast. I think mm-hmm. like in seven six seven months, I was already like fluently speaking French. Wow. And 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 then like I don't know like for me the first five years were tough. And then uh, I found EDM uh, in the, at the meantime. I started, you know, go out, you know, li- like, you know, de- like learning things. And, you know, now I cannot get rid of it. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're stuck. Like, I'm like, bro, I love friends. I love, I love everything, everyone there. I have friends there. I have, like, my, my, uh, like, my best friends are there. So I, I cannot think about moving or even like you know i i will freak out you know what i mean like moving because like my whole life is there my family is there it's 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 home it's home exactly like i'm more at this point at this point i'm more french than portuguese mm. you know because uh it's been what like 13 years that that i'm in 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 no not 13 years but like 11 or 12 years that i that i mean uh friends so i moved there i was 12 mm-hmm. i'm 24 so you know uh it's all literally off of my life yeah there you know uh and whenever i come back to portugal i feel like it's home my family's there you know i speak the language but like it's i don't feel totally like i i'm my home i'm my home in portugal it's more like friends because my house is there my 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 friends are there if i want to go out I can. I know where to go. You out. know where to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That and makes sense. That's that's the the thing. 
Yeah, so we saw a little DJ Mag article that you had, and it was saying how, you know, you're fluent in a bunch of different languages, like Portuguese, French, English. Yeah. And then it also was saying how another one of your languages is beat making. So I want to just go into when did you start producing music? When did you pick up a DAW? When did that all start happening? So first DAW I picked was... Uh was not really a DAW. It was in 2013, uh, like the end of it. Uh, I was there was a website called Club Create. Mm. Really dumb website. Are you familiar with that, Mace? Club Creation? No. No, Club Create. Collab yeah. Create. No, Club. Club, Club, Club Create. create. Yeah, Club yeah, Create. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that so before. So it was a website uh, like with loops. It's not out now. Like it's it's, it's not. <laughs> oh, we'll Ding. find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, it's it was like a website at the time that you'll you you just go there, and there was like a bunch of loops, and you just like assemble them and make a song on the website. On the website, mm. and there were like uh, some how's it called? Uh, some stems from other tracks that you just like, align them, mm. make a song a song. And it was like, oh my god, I I'm, I just made this song. It's so easy. And I was, you know, I was a kid that uh, uh, I was diagnosed with uh, being gifted. So when uh, my brain is always, I mean, you know, a gifted kid uh, for the ones that know that actually know. It's like you know, it's a, you can when you're gifted, you're not uh, the best kid of uh, like doing everything right when you're gifted you're just the best on one thing not the best but more like yo your brain just focus on one thing and like yeah. my brain always focused on creation i would love to create uh i remember i was uh in musically was forever like i remember i was i was i was seven eight years old we were chilling at uh, my grandma's house and I just go and tap on, on, on the fucking table and s start like in, like taking some lyrics. And my cousins were like doing the same with me. And we have actually a, like a, a running gag about it because we created a song called like uh, Bread with, with Ham. And it's super dumb, but it's <laughs> it's... Our running gun until now, like we, I'm 24, my, my 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 cousins they were like 20, 22. So imagine like we were six, eight years old at the time. So it's still forever. So you guys were like, yeah, and exactly. then like singing lyrics, and singing and stuff. Really lyrics, and you know my brain always created, always created. I was always creating music somehow. So I went to this website. I was like, oh shit, it's ha it's fa it's easy to actually make music. So. Uh, I had this group of kids, we were chilling and we were actually freestyling like someone was doing beatbox and we were rapping on at, at fucking middle school, it was awesome at the time and you know I was, I, I went to my friend, it was like yeah I'll create music, it was like oh me too, yeah and he was like yeah which doll you use, I was like what the hell what is this doll, he was like yeah like a doll, you just like a, a software to make music, it was like I don't know. I create music on the club create on club create. It was like, bro, this shit is ass. It was like, <laughs> what? Like, You're like, dude, this is sick. What are you talking? <laughs> what about? What are you talking about? And he was like, no, this shit is ass. I was like, 
the fuck? And he was like, yeah, bro. Download FL Studio. And the thing is, my father, I didn't have a PC at the time. And my father gave me an iPad. So I couldn't, like, you know, the first iPad mini. And my and I couldn't actually, like, make, like, music on FL Studio. Because FL Studio was, the like, FL Studio Mobile on on iPad at the time, at the time was, like, $14. It was like, fuck that. So... <laughs> not today <laughs> so i was like you know what uh i started creating on garage band and starting actually getting good it was like yeah it's cool it's cool but i was like rare unlimited so i need actually fl studio so what i did was i went to my mom's pc i downloaded fl studio you know the installer of fl studio and i put it on my usb stick so every time i went to school you know there's a library at school and you have PCs, right? <laughs> you put so FL I installed Studio. installed FL Studio on every fucking PC <laughs> on the library. That's so funny, bro. And Did they was, catch on? No, the, the only thing is like uh, I would in, I had to install on my own uh, USB stick because uh, you know they won't allow it to install on the PC because you know like they were like there they, were they restrictions yeah. restrictions yeah. so i will install on my on my pc on my on my usb stick so it's like i mean you guys know it. it's like it's like installing on a ssd right it's just like external external tool so i'll just plug it and it works like it, it ran <laughs> it ran okay it ran, yeah it okay. ran okay because yeah. you know, like the installer is on the on the usb stick but not but the app is on the pc so yeah uh, it worked and i was actually learning with the demo it was fl studio 10 at the time and i was learning i was like 15 16 and i was doing that i was like oh shit so this is how it works and then my father gave me a pc and it was like and my father my my, my parents like i was like at ninth grade and you know and my parents was like yeah danny uh you need to focus on school so I'll give you my PC, your PC, but don't do music. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fuck no. But I was like, you know what? You will never actually discover that shit. So I started, I was I'm still music, <laughs> making music on my PC. And yeah. that's how it all started. And then I made friends with it. My first, like the first time I made a friend with music was I, I went to this thing called uh, L'Atelier. Which is like um, it was a, like a, a a spot where like young people in around that area they could go and they could create the stuff like you know they you you can go and you know make some I don't know I don't know you can you could go and learn music DJ you can uh, you you could learn photography. You could learn uh, video montage. It's like you a could, creative space. Exactly. And, you know, there was young people there every time. And I remember uh, I talked to them and it was like, they, and I I was on an internship in, in, into a, a store and like I was there and I have this fucking 10 inches PC, like fucking small PC like that. And uh, <laughs> they were like, they, they, I was doing some 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 songs. And I had this guy, he was upstairs, and he goes downstairs. He goes like, who's making these sounds? I'm like, me? And my PC was like fucking half broken. <laughs> and he was, like, was like, bro, this is, this is sick. And I was like, 
thank you. It was like, bro, no, for real. Like, this shit is sick. And it was like, thank you. And it was like, look, what, like, what's your age? And it was like, it was like 16, 17. And he was like, bro, what the hell? I've been creating music for like three years and I'm, I'm not at the same spot as you. So we started talking and that guy just became literally like one of my best friends ever. He gave me my first DJ controller. Like, he was like, Danny, I don't use this shit anymore. I think you're going to use it more than I do. So I'll give you. And he went to my, to my house. He was like, take it. It was like, bro, what the fuck? A DJ controller. <laughs> I was I, I was afraid to ask my dad, my parents, because, like, you know, my parents had several, like, several, like, money problems. So I was like, I'm not asking this. You know, it's like, it costs a lot, you know, a DJ controller. So I'm not asking this. So he just gave me. It was like. It was like one of the like the like the the, the times that I was like oh shit, I have something I can create. So I started doing mixes. I was like 17, 16, 17, 18, doing like live streams on Facebook at the time, you know, and enjoying my my myself with it. So, you know, everything was a part of like yeah my child my my teenage age you know yeah my teach teenage. That's cool that your friend, you know, gave you that controller. When was like your first official gig at a venue? So at a venue, uh, it was in 2019. So um, I started my project as DCR, uh, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, DCR was like, you know, it's my initials, you know, for my name. And uh, I started my project like that. Like that. I did like big room house at the time. Uh, feature based then right after yeah. and bro i got i got really cool things like okay supported one of my songs at the time oh, nice. uh martin garrix supported one of my songs on spotify oh, hell yeah nikki romero bro like what the hell like yeah, i was like fuck and then uh yeah, that's crazy and then uh i was like i love feature base but the community sucks and uh i love feature base but like I love to play artist genres. Like I love to play dubstep. You know, I love to play to play like I don't know heavy heavy music. So uh, I was like, you know what? I need to rebrand. I don't want to be DCR anymore. I don't. I don't want to be like the old Danny anymore. I need to rebrand. I need to be someone new. Someone that in five years will be proud of who i am right and so uh i rebranded i <laughs> it was funny because uh, i rebranded and then i became dr ushu and my first dr ushu show was these guys uh they were doing like you guys uh podcasts and on on the radio like literally radio shows and they invited me at the time and they were like yeah danny we we're doing like radio shows and then they're their their project was making like um a free a free party on a venue uh you know f uh that goes f like around a lot of genres like from uh house music like you know like the, the really like chill house music to dubstep and you know like Danny you want to play here I was like yeah I mean that's what I dreamed about like playing music and they were like all right so i played there 
worst ever worst set ever <laughs> why? why why was that actually i did a video about it like uh with my with my friends gun fingers like it was so i played there on the venue like you know it was from house music like really chill house music too yeah yeah, yeah. dubstep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so I every see where time this is going <laughs> yeah every time it was getting harder and to a point that the guy before me was play like he played trap Oh, okay. And people will start leaving. And then oh. I just put my fucking first song and like 60 people left. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I had a problem because I, I was not familiar with like CDJs at the time on Pioneer, or Pioneers. Yeah. So I went to my, my fucking old songs were corrupted. So no. I, 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 oh, I, I just literally played like two or three songs and I had to stop my set. Oh. First, I had to stop because there was no one, and then second because my fucking playlist was fucked. What and kind of controller did your friend give you? Was it? It was a Vestax VCI 300. And what software did that use? So at the time, uh, they used a software called Serato Itch. Yeah. We oh, was yeah. yeah, and like the thing is, I couldn't find it. So uh, there was so FL Studio Image Line did uh, another software called Decadence. It was a DJ software. And oh, I, I didn't know. Mace, did you know that? I didn't know that. I w I'm not familiar with Decadence. That's cool. No. I yeah. didn't know that. And, and Decadence was actually cool. The only problems were like, the BPMs were sometimes like fucked up. Mm. You will read everything about- oh, like, like when it read your tracks, it was like, nah. Like for example, it sent uh, like, 128 track it will a bpm track they will like uh see it as a 250 <laughs> bpm track yeah yeah, yeah. it was like what the fuck <laughs> so <laughs> so it was like fuck all right and yeah it was my first time doing cdjs and there was there were like the cdjs 1000 so imagine they were world as fuck and mm. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I, I cannot do this. And there was also this guy running, running like from a side to another, screaming, I'm Iron Man with the fucking Avengers so shirt. He was drunk as fuck. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was on a pill. Yeah, and drunk, was, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, my, wait, my, so was he liking the set though? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think. I he was just drunk. But like, you know, I had my father looking at me like, fuck. And I was oh, like, oh, no. Yeah, and there, like, yeah, my father was there, and then my uncle was there, and, and I just got to play three tracks. So imagine I was depressed as fuck after mm. that. Yeah. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. That's rough, dude. So what is Dr. Ushu? So... Where, where does the name come from? So, Dr. I, I had... So, um, I wanted a name that will be me but like representing something for me right like i didn't want any name that actually will be like uh, a random ass name no i, I did like because this year was already a random ass name it was like just my initials it was lazy as fuck it's so, still better than my name though. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it sounds pretty hard dcr I mean, yeah dcr is not it's not bad i've heard I mean, worse. yeah <laughs> but go search it dcr on youtube mm. Like it's the worst thing ever. Like oh just, yeah, like SEO, like finding it. Yeah, finding like on these like if you check it, you'll see. Oh, that it's, it's um, endoscopic. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> I yeah. can't even read. 
this, do you see the videos? It's like a medical term. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's something like, with your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, I, I cannot have this shit. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was searching. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd. I love anime. I love Naruto. Uh, and I was like, bro, uh, I need something that, you know, matches everything. So I love space. I love anime. I love music. Uh, and, you know, I always thought that music was my way to imagine my universe. So I searched... Uh, on 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 google yo how do we say universe in 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 japanese and they were like yeah ushu and i was like oh ch i was like yeah let me just be original and be put a s instead mm. and then yeah ushu was ushu means universe in japanese and then doctor so my grandpa still now he always wanted me to be a doctor Mm. always he's like every time i call him he's like you can actually be you, you cannot be an, a doctor right now but you can be like a nurse and then evolve to a doctor every time every time i call yeah, him yeah 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 he's like <laughs> yeah. yeah music does it's not good be a doctor and i'm like fuck bro i'm not i'm not becoming a doctor with the fuck like no no <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so doctor if you take the o the t and the O uh, after, like the two O's and the T uh, will be DCR. Mm. So if you take the C too, it will be doctor, like DR, which is also my initials. So the whole thing, I was like, I want like a kind of like in like a thing about, you know, doctor, it will be my... Like you know, that Doctor Ushu will be Danny's universe. I love that. Yeah, you know that's I, mean? dope. I love that. So yeah, that's why all my socials are like Danny Ushu because it's Danny's universe. And people yeah. are like, oh shit, for real? Yeah, it is. And uh, I, I always because all my tracks have a lore behind it, not like a big lore. It's like a lore in my life that are that is like translated into music because that's what music was for me since the beginning was like the way that i could like you know express myself without words because i'm i'm fucked up with words i like I, I don't like to talk i mean you seem good right now <laughs> yeah i love because i trained but like over the years i trained but like when i was a teenager i i, I didn't like to talk you know mm -hmm. i didn't wa like to to do stuff i, I was always scared to, about talking about my, my, my feelings because, you know, a lot of things in life and, like, I was like, bro, I need to express myself without speaking. So music was, like, the one, the only thing that actually made me do it. I tried dancing. It doesn't didn't work well. And I tried painting, but I'm, I, like, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't have any talent with it. So I was like, yeah, m making music, creating music, it's my way to express myself without speaking, you know? So, yeah, all that, you know, summed up into my name and be like, yo, all right, so it's Dr. Ushu. I like uh, how you can just also just have the alias and just be like, yeah, I'm a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> you can pull it. Like, you someone, don't have to go to medical some, school. <laughs> bro, sometimes people, people uh, send me messages like, yo, can you heal me? 
I'm like, oh shit. Like they think you're a real doc. Oh, Uh, they're fucking with you. You're like, yeah, I'll send you some good vibrations through my music. I don't know. I I remember playing this show and like someone just said, you bro, you just healed me with your music. I was like, I I get that. (laughs) But at the same time, I have gone to shows where I'm like, "Ah, I feel rejuvenated. Yeah, exactly. That was what I needed. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's so funny because like a lot of people actually ask me if I'm a real doctor. I know there's actually i don't know if you guys know it but like with all the doctors in the scene dr neyman it's the actually a fucking real doctor oh yeah like i wasn't thinking about like dr p or like yeah. dr. not a doctor sure. yeah, yeah yeah but like dr <laughs> neyman it's actually a real doctor damn like he has his own office and shit i was like what the fuck like right what the hell have that's you ever, crazy uh, thought about wearing the lab coat <laughs> on stage bro i'm actually thinking about it <laughs> Not, not even not even lying so i'm i'm thinking about you know uh a new way to actually go on stage i always wear my dr Usher shirt which is like a shirt with like my logo on it and like uh every time i'm like bro i need to do something cool you know to represent more and like not to be as like a show businessman but like you know just to to represent more and make put, put myself more on this into the until this and like I don't because I don't know I don't want to look like other dubstep artists you know what I mean like, like I mean it's kind of like stupid to say but like I, I don't want to look like uh, the same outfits like everyone does you know like like you know the black shirt the black hat and like the 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 the, the, yeah. the Nikes and you know I, I want to be like just me so people can look at me and be like oh shit he's cool you know, not not he's cool, but like oh shit, he's being himself. You know, that's what I mean? his, yeah, his own style. He's, yeah, his own, it's my own style. You know that you, you'll you'll pull up like I could pull up like this and play on stage, and people are like oh yeah, shit, that's swag. Yeah. You know, I love the Shrek shirt. Bro, the Shrek shirt. <laughs> I always wear it. Like people will be like, I think people are since I bought this t-shirt, people will be like, bro, he doesn't leave this t-shirt. T-shirt. No, I actually like actually guys, I. I clean it every time, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have, you have multiple just no, ready to go. No, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> like yeah, and and and, and I, I don't know. I, I want to be like you know the world doctor who should project was be me, only me, and not other you know person, not other uh, character, just being me. And that's my project. To, like that's, I think I feel like if I'm not me, this project will end. Mm. You know what I mean? Have you found it difficult to, um, you know, as you grow as an artist and you get more followers and more fans, but also more people telling you what things should sound like? Have you found it hard to, you know, keep yeah. keep Stick the music to true to yourself and stay in your the lane that you? made for yourself uh i don't think that i i uh, i find it hard it's just like you know you're it's just hard to actually figure out that you're you're on the on market right you're always in the market and you know there's things trending every, every time and uh you know a lot of producers follow the lead other producers like, you know and you, sometimes you need to follow the lead but like I think I have this cool thing where when I fo- follow the lead, I always being myself. So that's a real cool thing. Mm. You know, being yourself. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. You know, actually being yourself, it's like the answer for everything, right? 
you 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 can get like a lot of people uh not being their self and then they fall when they fall they're like oh shit how did i fall you know because you're, you're not being true to yourself that's like you know people actually ask me yo danny how you you get shows bro i'm myself i don't know you know uh, i don't know i it's i'm myself but <laughs> yeah i don't do anything you know extravagant you know i'm just being myself even here i'm just myself yeah we're just kicking know? it yeah and 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 that's that's the way that i got you know into the industry that's the way that i got to my music if i have fans it's the way that i i am you know and that's the way i i, I feel uh, i find it hard actually to be to, like to not be myself because you know I'll always be this, you know, kind of dumb guy uh kicking it and like, you know, creating and you know, you know, I'm I don't actually like cheat to be funny. I just like you know, I'm myself and you know, when I don't, I don't understand something, I just do some like some dumb shit so I can understand it. And it's, that's all. You know, there's no I don't know, there's no secret formula. Yeah, as you're just doing, you're being genuine exactly. to yourself. Yeah, I feel that. But okay, so just to go back to like that show that was a not good show. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> doing DJ sets after that because something I do want to get to is the tour right now. Like you're doing, yeah. you're doing crazy tour yeah. shit right now. You've played some really cool festivals that we'll talk about. But like, how did it kind of ramp up from like that show that was like not good to all right? Now we're doing real shows and like. Uh, you know, uh, right after it, I did another show. Uh, yeah, right after it, I did another show. It was like, like, like maybe a year later, before COVID actually started. Uh, I did a show uh, where I kind of trained more. You know, was more confident, and you know, uh, I met people like Ivory. Uh, that you know they they kind of like taught me about like how's the DJ life like not how's the DJ life but like how you actually uh, do this and I was like oh shit so I need to do this in my on my own so I I played the show I was opening for eight aliens oh, nice. uh, in Paris and there was like eight aliens uh, uh, who is it called uh, Fox Stevenson, Crimer, nice, uh, and Graphite, and Fox Stevenson, sick. Yeah, he's super sick. And and you know I was opening for them, and you know I played the show. My father was that he was happy. I had homies there that were happy. It was like oh fuck, so this is how we play a show. And then COVID started, and we got all fucked up. And then you know I started working on music more and more. And then I had another opportunity. I played like show uh, a show, another show with with the same uh, promoter, and they got super well. And then uh, I got you know he was having also some friends you know watching and be like yo believing in you because you're 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 yourself. So they believe in you. They're like yeah we, we love this guy because he's genuine. And then you know pitching up to other people, 
Then I got to play free, like Rampage free party. It was like, you know, right after COVID, the Rampage did like a kind of like small festival for two days with uh, two scenes. And normally they do four or five, but like two scenes. And, you know, we were playing on a fucking Red Bull truck. That shit was awesome. Yeah. And, and we played, we, I played with Bezo and we kicked it and like, you know, people liked us. And, you know, it was a process of like, oh shit, we like this artist. We want to book him because we saw his set. Yeah, it was, you, know? you were just like building Exactly. Up. And yeah. like, you know, European scene is super small, like compared to you, like to you, to the US, it's super small. I imagine and the dubstep scene in Paris is tiny. Right? It is. I mean, it is. The DJ Snake, but he's not even really dubstep. You know, no, yeah. you have you have a lot of producers in in Paris, though. Yeah, like a lot. There's like a legend of it, but you know the scene is tiny. I mean, it's not super tiny, but like it's small, you know. And you know, uh, after COVID, it got way worse because you know promoters don't have any money anymore. Yeah. You know, artists eventually, you know, the artists like I don't know. You could book Sudden Death for like a cheap price. No, you can't. And people are asking for Sudden Death now. Mm. You know, but now you don't have the money for it. So it's kind of fucked up in, uh, until, uh, you know, we started like, I started playing shows as a local. And, you know, uh, I grew until, you know, uh, playing shows outside France. And then when I played shows in outside France, people liked it. So the same people that were on my first, you know, uh, for Ryan set, they were like, oh, shit, we are promoters, too. So we want we want you in my country. So they were just like, all right, let's do it here. Right. And then and then you build up until like, you know, uh, now I'm playing like bigger shows. But yeah, it all it, 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 it was all, you know, about how you DJ and how you are in like in, in like it's the work you do you know what I mean if you don't I mean if you don't actually if you don't have fun people will not actually like have fun with it so, so first, you were doing your thing once again yeah the I was people doing in the crowd were the right people exactly like it was yeah. like it's there's no secret like it's like yeah. I was just DJing because I love DJ. You know, you like if the bro, bro, if you got like a CDJ here, I wouldn't even leave, leave the room, right? Uh, like, <laughs> I have one, and you, you get to play them, play on them more often than most people yeah, too. Like, like, yeah, it's actually, just, yeah. I don't have a CDJ; I just have like an all-in-one Serato yeah. thing. But it's yeah, close, <laughs> it's close. And like, and and you know, I would love to, bro. I when I'm home, I'm always DJing. Yeah, like when I'm home, I'm literally sitting on. On my fucking desk and DJing, like, oh shit. Do you play anything other than dubstep? I mean, yeah. do you DJ everything? Yeah, I can, oh, bro. Awesome. I, I I used to like when I first started. I didn't play dubstep right away. I'll play big room. Yeah. So big yeah. room go, leads to house music, and you know my parents are both African, so I'll play Afri like Afro house and kick it, and you know, and and then you know it builds to I don't know. Uh, I never really played like hip hop, but like. I'll play, you know, other stuff, and that's how I actually love. You know, I I, I say it I, I often. I'm a producer, right? I love produce, and I'm also a DJ. I love DJing, and those are two different arts. 
and you need to actually understand the art of being DJ, mm. of DJing, and you have leave to, and you have to love it. Just yeah. not only once in a while. It's like every time. Yeah. You know, like, bro. And pl I, playing for people, too, is so much more fun than just playing with yourselves. Exactly. And, yeah, like, right? Like, when you actually have people that can listen and dance to what you're playing. Like exactly. And, oh, my God. <laughs> I got a dog in here. And and I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love I love DJing. I love, oh, I love DJing, <laughs> and I love how how things are uh, when I DJ, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about like, you know, the 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 bigger festivals. We were requested to talk about Rampage. Yeah. You mentioned it before. Was this a different Rampage that we were going to talk about? The yeah. five the five setter? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this year... Um, I played Rampage Open here, and uh, I ended up playing, I don't know, five sets in the fucking week. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, my agent, uh, Jord, Jord, big up to Jord, I love you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, Danny, uh, he, he went to me and Bezo. He was like, yo, Danny and Bezo, like, uh, we need a set, like a special set from you guys today uh like it was fucking uh the, the festival actually started like uh friday but there was like one day where the, it was like the pre-party so we were i was like there because busy was playing it was like all right and they was like yeah you guys want to do a back-to-back -back house music i was like fuck yeah never got to play house music in live in front of people so let's go let's go let's kick it and then i, I was doing that and then they were like so Mandy Dextrous were uh had uh she's sick so you guys can play the DNB set. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so it was me, uh me, Azabim, Bezo, Murdoch, the ho the owner of Rampage, uh Wad and Matkar. We're like six uh, like six back to back and then I end up DJing and doing the MC, and it was so funny. Oh. Doing the MC like for the drum and bass. For the drum and yeah. bass, it was <laughs> so. Uh, what so, were you doing? Like go go or like yeah. well, how do you do it? Like, so I was like go go go, and uh, you know you know sub filtering pass out. Yeah. Right? So I was doing that. I was literally singing the lyrics while the DNB tracks were, were oh playing. God. It was so fucking funny, <laughs> and and then uh, my voice was fucked up. Oh and yeah, you're yeah, screaming. Yeah, I was screaming. So then I ended up playing my, you know, my my set with Sweet Tooth and Level and Rampage, and you got you can see it. It's my voice is so fucked up. <laughs> I was like, "Hey guys, are you ready?" <laughs> and then there was like the after parties where, uh, so they did like silent disco after parties, and they yeah. were like, "Yeah, Danny, uh, you want to play a back to back with Jiqui?" I was like, "Yeah." They were like, you want to play another hour with Bezo? I was like, yeah. And then I ended up playing like two hours, a two-hour set with wow. Jiqui and then Jiqui left and then like Bezo came. So I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were there for it the whole time. Yeah. Were you dead? I was afterward? super, uh, I, I actually was super dead after that. I'm sure. I was like yeah. sleeping all the time. I was like, bro. Because, you know, after parties were from 1, 1 a.m. to... 4 p.m. 4 4 a.m. So imagine yep. like I was fucked up every time, and 
it was cool but but i was like super tired but i loved it it was like bro i love dj like it's my thing in like yeah. djing like three different genres was like the peak of my time i was like i was enjoying it i was like bro there was like this this time at the house back to back with bizu bizu was playing like a french house uh french touch house music and out and someone just gave him like you know like the the fucking samsung flip like the the fucking yeah. some yeah so oh, yeah. they were playing uh on a 3ds emulator Mario Kart and they were like Danny can you play it I was like yeah so I was playing while DJ was while, while Bisa was DJing and it was so funny and then it was like yeah thank you and then just came there when, when Bisa was finishing I was like alright let, let me let me let me do my transition and it was so funny and yeah I had like the most fun on uh, that weekend you know what I mean because I was uh, I was just doing myself every time yeah that's hilarious that someone at a show, had an emulator on their Samsung Flip. Like, it's just like so many layers. And yeah. then you got to play it and you're just like, sick. This sick. is dope. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I have my friends, we just take our phones and, and, and while the DJ is playing, we're just playing like Subway Surfers and trying to beat like each other's fucking uh, high scores. It's so funny. You're like oh playing a game while also mixing which is like kind of playing a game yeah so it's so funny it's we we just do that it's i mean we love it and i have like you know a specific group of friends where we are like i don't know 20 so we are a crew and we just do dumb shit it is and this time you know at rampage uh the guys were playing and you know everyone that was playing we end up like you know guest listing all the homies so which means imagine having like literally all of your hormones yeah. inside a festival for four days. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it was like wild. And and you you know what? Like the crowd can pick up on that energy too. Like they know when the DJs are having fun. Like it it bleeds yeah. into the crowd. Like they end oh, up yeah. having yeah. fun too. We were having fun. Like we were having a lot of fun. You know, and every like I, that's why I love my friends because like they make everything just being way better not easier but but better yeah you know, and we we had like the f i think the best weekend uh, weekend of like our lives at that run pitch like mm. literally so that was like your i was gonna ask like what your favorite festival was but that sounds like it probably was the one i mean i don't know what's the best festival because tomorrowland was also yeah sick. let's talk about tomorrowland like Oh, Tomorrowland. You played Tomorrowland. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's a, Wait, which one was it? Because don't they like, do them in different uh, It was the first... No, it was... Uh, I mean, they do it, but it was like the main Tomorrowland, like the... Belgium. The Belgium one. Belgium, okay. And yeah, I played the first weekend with Ivory. Love you, Ivory. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the smooches. Yeah. Yeah, I played, I played uh, there with Ivory. I mean, if you guys don't know, Ivory is like... Uh, one of my best homies too, you know he, he you know he he came, so we he, he came to my life in a in a very like complicated like uh, spot in my life, and you know he just you know gave me I he, I think he was doing you know what he, he, he could do to actually anyone, but like you know I felt someone like giving their hand where it was like on the ground yeah. you know so he was just yeah it was like bro i got you i understand you 
and that and that shit like still like you know leaving rent free in my head like you know how come can someone actually be that nice with me at the time you know I was like really fucked up at the time my parents were divorcing so it was like really bad and like you know you came to me was like yeah what's up bro I understand you I got the same shit and you know what you just keep doing yourself and you know having this into like you know evolving and playing the fucking best festival of our lives together was like the best thing uh, I could ever ask, ask you know what I mean yeah. it was really like the best thing I could ever ask and you know we had the I, f I believe the best time of our lives we didn't even like the, you know just to see we didn't even like prepare our sets we were just like freestyling yeah straight up we were freestyling and like and we were having fun you know and we had a lot of fun we did a lot of dumb shit on the set, on the set. I, once again I was doing the MC every time I was it was fucking funny <laughs> someone gave me you know you know a, uh, a telephone like 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 a real you know like the the the, the telephones from like the past telephones, you know, with the wire. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So the someone rotary cut phone or like, yeah. yeah. So someone cut the phone, like the telephone, and gave it to me, and I was like, I was looking at Ivory. It was like, hello, hello, <laughs> hello, and <then laughs> we just laughing every time because it was so funny. And I, I got the pictures; it's just, they're just so funny. And and yeah, like you know. We the story with Ivory is also like I've uh, I was, when I when I I start like when I started Doctor Usher I started emailing some local artists that you know lived in France like Samplifier Ivory and you know people that I actually like 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 their music and they were like at my favorite label so I was like oh shit I need to send them music so so they can maybe guiding me on how to do stuff or whatever but like i need to send them music so they can judge my music so i can know that if the music is cool and uh i went to i was messaging ivory like you know emailing ivory he was answering and then he was like yo go to discord and you know i went to the server fda that now i'm actually like the 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 moderator and you know i went to his server it was like yo What's up? He was always giving me tips and I was always active there until, you know, uh, I met him, I, I met him on a, on a party that he was like on a show that he was playing with company and uh, we met each other for the first time and he, and like for like for, from the year, you know, like the first time and it was like and we were talking and at the end we took a picture. And at the end, he was like, yeah, I'm going home. And he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, where's your home? Like, you're like, yeah, where, where do you live? He was like, yeah, uh, in the 93. So 93, it's like a district in, in Paris. And like, uh, it was like, yeah, that's cool. I live there too. But where do you live? Which town? And he goes like, yeah, Bondi. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Where in Bondi? Like, because I live in Bondi. He was like, yeah, like, uh... Uh, back to the McDonald's and like you know uh, back in to the McDonald's it was like bro what the fuck I live in front of the McDonald's <laughs> and then we did just discovered like that we lived one, one, 100 meters 
from each other. Just became best friends. Like, wow. Like, right like, there. Not really like best friends, but like that was wild. Like, yeah. You know? That's why your like messages were going through so quickly. It was just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, just like right across. <laughs> like that's wild. You know, like you leave like the one that actually like look up the most uh, at the time or, or one of the, the people that you looked up yeah. to, they were leaving like 100 meters from your house. It's like, wow. Just leaving like the fucking, you know, two blocks away from here. It's wild. And like, uh, we hanged out and we hang out. Uh, I went to his home. Like, I learned a bunch of shit from him. And like, we also, you also learned a bunch of shit from me. And like, we, we were hanging and speaking. And like, you know, it's wild where two kids from the fucking neighborhood, like the same neighborhood, exported the fuck away from to Tomorrowland, you know we were living at the same fucking town he, and he was straight in the ghetto bro like it was literally straight in the ghetto mm. you know it, it was not the best neighborhood ever you know like you they had a river you could find like you were you were jogging at the, in the morning and you'll find the fucking couch on the river like you know floating like every time so it was not the best neighborhood and like some two people from like the same neighborhood playing at at Tomorrowland, like, bro, what the hell? Like, just like the festival of festivals. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. We like, grew up watching it on YouTube, right? That, All the streams. Yeah. And it's like, and like, yeah. you know, we were eating fucking, I don't know, ice creams. And I go to him, I'm like, bro, you know who's behind you? He's like, ooh. And I'm like, bro, the chain smokers. <laughs> you know, I look left and it's, there's Tiesto. I look right. That's I crazy. Like I look. I don't know. Behind me, that's fucking Oliver Oliver Heldens. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro. I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, is it weird to to meet those people? I, I mean, I, I mean, you're just yourself, right? So you're yeah. just like able to do that. Yeah, I, I I didn't really met them. I was like scared. I was like, it was my first time that I was scared. About, I mean, not the first time, but like I, I was like really intimidated from from that green room, right? Cause you know, I had like the the kind of the same at Forbidden Kingdom. When I went to America, I was like, "Oh shit, festival, American festival." There's you have all the fucking dubstep legends, but some way, some way, like you know, they knew me, so it was really easy. They were like, "Oh, Danny, Ushu, what's up?" I was like, "Oh shit, do you know me? What the fuck?" And then we were talking because they know me already, but like, I don't know if chain smokers know me. You know what I mean, like. I was like, bro, Chainsmokers were like the guys. I mean, they created like a lot of songs, bro. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and not just like songs that are EDM, but like chart-topping pop yeah, songs. Closer. They play it on the radio for like years. Here, yes. they still do. They still points. do. Yeah, and, like, and I'm like, bro, what the hell? You got Tiesto, bro. Look, first time I heard Tiesto was was. Adagio for strings. It was like, oh you know, yeah, that's yeah. a classic. That's a classic, bro. It, it was like two, two thousand ten. Like, mm -hmm. bro, yeah. like I was twelve. Yeah, I was eleven, twelve. Tiesto has been in the game. Yeah, and like, bro, imagine all of that. You know, uh, in the same green room as you, eating the same food as you, drinking the same things as you, uh, you like doing the queue to actually get an ice cream there yeah bro that's wild yeah right and like that's where i actually first time in my life i was like i actually made it you know what i mean yeah you know i actually made it i 
bro that's unreal yeah that's right. crazy congrats man thank you that's so dope yeah yeah it's, how did the set go was the set good bro, the set was amazing we yeah. we had like there was so many people like I, pyro shit going no, we on didn't have, we didn't have pyro because it was in the day and you know it was not a main stage they're like we only have so much gas like <laughs> yeah. we can't be shooting pyro at all day but yeah. but but you know there was a lot of people i didn't expect to actually have a lot of people there i mean i did expect to have someone some people yeah. but not a lot of people and like a lot of people doing for going for both names not because only ivory was there because ivory is a legend on the dub sub scene too and like not only for the ivory but for me and like and, and you know and both too we were like yeah amazed about it and there was mm -hmm. a lot of people like really a lot of people and i was like bro what the hell like <laughs> like yeah. what the hell you we're, we're playing dubstep yeah in 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 uh, at tomorrowland yeah. that's that's the th which year was that was that 2023 yeah it was like three weeks ago four God weeks ago damn. where are you most excited to play next in in either on your tour or just anywhere in the world like where do you want to play next uh, like from the dates that i have already i want to play like i'm super excited for for denver this week because yeah. mm -hmm. they 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 like people are been saying every time that denver is the base capital and for me <laughs> the base capital it's somewhere in europe mm -hmm. so i want to be like oh if you guys I'm, i want to you know do the best set i ever have like and like you know kind of like european kind of sets just to make them like to to be like oh oh shit i want to see if they are actually are the base capital of there's a lot of base heads in denver i mean it, the scene yeah. is very strong out there um i want to yeah. i want to check it i'm, I'm yeah. curious uh, i'm 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 you know i'm not uh I'm not actually one of those kind of people that I actually like are scared for special sets. Uh -huh. I usually get excited. Yeah. I think it's like my anime side of the things. Yeah. And you're like, fuck yeah, you know, like the shonen side of the things where you're like, oh shit, oh, oh new a new challenge, let's fucking go. Mm. You know, like, but but yeah, I, I want to play there because I want to like feel what the one, what, what, like yeah. how how they feel. You know what I mean? I want to really like. I will get this connection with the, the with the crowd, and yeah. and so I'm super excited for that. I'm also excited for Base Canyon and Lost Lands. Yeah, that those are like, like you know, I mean Lost Lands especially. The, it's like mm -hmm. the thing, right? Like it's, you, yeah, you it's know? excisions. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's not only excisions. It's like you know, Lost Lands is like one of those big. I mean, Lost Lands for the European, it's like the same thing as. Uh, a rampage for uh, someone from North America. It's like, mm. or oh a shit. ADE. Yeah, or ADE. I'm also playing ADE this year. I'm super excited. Oh, yo, yeah. let's go. Yeah, Hell I'm yeah. playing. I'm playing back to back with Boss Fight. Wow. Yeah, and I'm so. I, I'm also excited because like Boss Fight has been like one of the references for like for years, and and yeah, like and also there's like this one back to back that I cannot talk yet. But like it's in two yeah. weeks, you said, right? Yeah, it's in two so weeks. The episode's not going to come. Yeah, out. it's yeah. We, we can talk about it now. <laughs> it's a, it won't come out. Yeah. But if you don't want to, it's okay. So there's this back to back with Modstep in my at my hometown, and I'm super excited. Dude. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited for it. It's like 
uh, yeah, it's it's an after party from a festival, a French festival called Electric Park, and I'm super excited for it. I'm like, holy shit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so dope. Let's talk a little bit about the Mode Step collab. Oh Yo, Mace, can you close this door? Yeah, definitely. Thanks, bro. So, like, because, yeah, again, this won't air before that, but, like, dude, Mode Step's a legend. Mode Steps are legends. Yeah, like, Mode Step, it's like, I don't know, bro. I, I remember first tracks, first dubstep tracks were, you know, listening. I was listening to uh, Mode Step, you know, Flux Pavilion, you know, MTE, then. Uh, you know, and like having to now, you know, having most of, you know, playing some of my tracks, having a collab with them, with him. It's awesome. You know, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like I separate like the artist with like the person, you know, Josh, it's my homie. It's my, one of my best homies too. You know, we, we have like a, a I believe we have like a strong bond. Like he's, you know, yeah, we we help each other, uh, you know, uh, even like like as friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like having Mozep the brand, you know, it's completely different because it's it's still Mozep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever we go, he's Mozep, and like, bro, fucking, what the hell? Uh, I, sometimes I'm like fanboying, like I'm like, fuck, the fuck, it's Mozep, bro, like the fuck, like you know. <laughs> And, I, and it's super funny because, like, I actually do separate Mozep with Josh, right? And I'm like, yeah, Josh, it's my homie. I'm like, yeah, Josh, come here, you whatever. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I'm talking to Mozep, like, about Mozep, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, you're just fucking around, being <laughs> boys, not thinking about the Yeah, because, like, when, stuff, when, I'm, yeah. when I kick it with him, like, bro, we play Jailguesser. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Geoguess is great. Yeah, bro, we we played GTA. We played fucking I don't know, you know. We played games together. Like for me, it's a homie. Yeah. Right, but like, I don't when when I'm with him, I don't you know get the Mozart thing until I'm actually like at home and I'm like, oh shit. It's <laughs> yeah, you think about it, you're like, oh wait, he's fucking yeah. Yeah, he's fucking Mozart. <laughs> I forgot about it. Fuck, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, no. So it was kind of like when you guys worked on the track, it was maybe just like pretty natural in that yeah, sense. Yeah, it was pretty natural. I remember I was like, yeah, we, you know, I would like sometime, someday we, we need to make a tune together because we like both styles. And he was like, yeah, okay, right. And then he was like, yeah, if you want, make something to me and, I'll, and, and we'll continue. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was like, uh... He was like, yeah, they, you have something to collab or something? He was like, yeah, I do have this this track. And he was like, oh, let, let me listen. He was like, oh, shit, I can put vocals on it. We can work on it. He was like, all right, okay. So I sent him back, and he was like, he was like, yo, I got this. And then it was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, this is a banger. <laughs> all right, we, we need to work on more. We, we, we need to work on more. And, like, we just literally made, like, one of, like, the best tracks I have. Why? Because, I, I don't know, it was so easy, it was so cool, and we were having, like, you know, both, I, I think both styles really matched together, because, you know, I have, like, this kind of, like, he has, like, his amazing voice, and, like, 
is like is experience and I have mine and we just blend that shit together and it was so good. That's dope. It's super dope. And yeah, like we actually have a second one together that we need to work on more. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this it was super good. Wow. To be like not determined but like maybe coming soon. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned video games before, and, and I was curious about the Fortnite placement. I've, what's what was the song called? Uh, Save me on Monster Cat. So, is that partially is that like an Epic Games thing? Because I know Fortnite, um, and then Rocket League. I play like I used to play a lot more, but um, you know Monster Cat. There's like yeah, they they give them like so much music to play in Rocket League. So yeah. was that kind of like. I know you've released with them before. Was that so? The thing is, uh, someone from Epic Games hit me up because, like, my one of my friends, uh, like, like they they hit up one of my friends. My friend was like, "Yo, if you wanna check cool producers, you still actually got some cool thing. Like, if you wanna, you got spots. I've like some cool producers, and then you know." Uh, the the Epic Games creator just you know hit me up or like yo what's up uh, your friend told me that you got tracks and I was like yeah and then uh, I sent him like my tracks he was like yeah you can send unreleased tracks too and I was like oh for real yeah alright give it but at the same time I sent like my demos to Monster Cat and like Monster Cat took save me and they were like yeah you got save me and then you know Epic Games were like yeah, we want to save me. Oh shit! Yeah. So they both wanted at the same time. So we were like, okay, let's go. And then uh, I was not happy with my vocals on it, so it was like, yeah, uh, I work with this artist and he he's gonna do the vocals. And then we had two versions: one with the vocals of my from my friend Sikai that I love you, and then uh, <laughs> my like mine. And then they're like Mosekat wanted my vocals because they felt that my vocals were better on the track. I was not agreeing because I was like, yeah, my voice was fucked up. I don't want, I don't want it. And like, and then uh, Epic Games was like, yeah, I really want Danny's voice. Mm. I got really mad. I was like, fuck no, bro. I want my my friend's voice. But like, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. And you know, uh, we released the track Monday, and like the track got on spot on 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 Fortnite Wednesday. Wow. And, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And it was like, bro, you know, having, I don't know, having my brother, my little brother and playing the game with me and, you know, having the song. Being like, you, do you recognize this track? Like, <laughs> like recognizing my voice is like, Danny, your voice is in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And telling like all of his friends, bro, my, my bro has a song on Fortnite. And, like, it made me like feel super happy. Because, you know, I mean, I'm Fortnite like geek too. But like you know, not only having like a song on Fortnite, but like you know, being able to say, to do something where my brother is interested too, and like being yeah. like, oh, shit, you're in it, like what the hell? And I'm like, oh shit, I'm on a game. Like, yeah, I feel hell? like like little younger kids are also hard to impress. You and, know what I mean? And also like I, you know, I I I used to work with kids. I we we call it animator, which is like something. Someone that takes care care of the kids at school in France, but like after school or between school, which means uh, you know the lunch, uh, like the lunch time, 
in lunch break time uh it's not the school that do it, does it it's like uh let's say the government that does it so i'm i was hired by the government to uh take care of the kids once they're they're eating and after the school mm. so which means like because you know uh, a lot of parents couldn't actually like take their kids to eat at their place so you have to take care of it uh, of it so i was taking care of uh, 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 of kids and like you know sometimes you're like we were under like the staff was like under the staff i mean yeah, understaffed uh, understaffed yeah, yeah, yeah so uh you know i was working like i don't know i was alone uh with uh you know seven like like i was like 70 yeah 70 kids or 60 kids every time so you know i was used uh, i was used to work with kids yeah and like i was like fuck like you know sometimes you get treated by shit with kids because normal kids right and then i was like fuck like those kids don't even know that i'm on their game they're talking about fortnite yeah yeah they don't yeah. even know that that's my voice that is like on this on this game right like and they yeah. they actually listen every time and they're like don't they don't know yeah you know what i mean and like that was like i was like oh fuck so bro it's wild you know like i'm did on the they, game did you get their respect like I mean, did, did they did you tell them like so i told them you know but like i mean you know i told them that was a dj uh i saw like but i never told them yo i mean i told them that was on fortnite but like they won't even recognize it and you couldn't actually show them yeah you know so i was like yeah fuck it i don't i don't want the re i don't really wanted the respect you didn't need it. the cred yeah yeah you know what i mean i was like I mean, maybe the only person that I wanted to respect is was was my siblings, you know. But not them. I was like, yeah, I don't care about it, you know. I'm. I wanted the respect because I was working there more than, you know, being the DJ. <laughs> and and yeah, you know, ham on bread or whatever it was, right? You're yeah. Making that song with your brother, like, like just, yeah. it was with my cousins. Or with your cousins, cousins. Yeah. okay, yeah. It was it, like they they respect me. Like I mean, they, like we we were. So when I was a kid, I was. Always alone. I mean, always alone. I was uh, like the only kid, like from uh, from my parents. So my younger, si like younger cousins, they were like my younger sisters, or like my siblings. Until today, they see me as like their younger, like the older brother. Of every time, they're like, "You're my younger. You're my older brother. You're my older brother." So they still got the respect and actually respect me, like more than everything because like they're like oh yeah then you like you you made it you know you, you're making it you're actually like what we actually were dreaming as kids kind of or when, what you told us you're actually doing it for free for for real yeah. so yeah like they they that's why that's why we have like you still have like a, a strong connection because you know I mean, I want, like my purpose with like music, wise, it's not being the most famous guy or most like rich guy. I mean, if I have money, of course I'm cool. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, nice. essentially, it's, nice it's like you know, to help my family uh, with the money that I get, you know, and also to show my little siblings or like you know the younger people on my on, on my family. 
especially that if I make it, if I'm if I'm making it like like the things that I like, you guys can do it. Mm. You know, and like I have my brother, my younger brother, you know, like he he loves to draw. He loves drawings and shit and like and he and you know, uh he's getting the things that like he wants to get because he's watching me he's like bro if danny can do it i can do it too yeah. you know what i mean and yeah i want to I want, i want to actually like show this not only for the kids like not only but like even for producers like me that might uh, like us actually like that you're if danny does it you can do it too and the fact that it's like you know, you can do the thing that isn't, you know, speaking or like with your voice or whatever. It's yeah. just like you can find the thing, you know, you it kind of goes back to that. You can be that quiet kid in school and still like, you know, find your lane and make exactly, it work. Exactly. Yeah. Like I want, I want people, that's why sometimes I get mad when people actually ask like, yo, how do you do it? How do you do it? Yeah. How do you do it? I'm like, guys, you guys have the tools now to do it you know mm. it's not like 20 years ago when you if you wanted to actually like play a show you had to actually go under like you know to other people and be like oh yeah i'm gonna sell tickets to play this show right i need to sell literally like tickets i will like the promoter will give you tickets so you can sell to other people yeah. to actually play a show nowadays you can do it just by doing tracks or being cool on social media or whatever or you know just getting out and you know having a friend because now it's bro you can do whatever the fuck you want to do so easily that you cannot ask to people you know what i mean like you gotta have that innate or maybe not innate but like the 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 love this is gonna sound so basic but you were saying before how it's like just was always the thing you wanted to do exactly and it's like you could figure out how to do it maybe as another person but is it going to be like a lifelong career we don't know i don't know yeah i mean you know like uh, i'm you know that's the thing that you know a lot of people don't really get it you 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 have to live to this shit you know if you want to do something cool you need to live for that shit you know what i mean Bro, uh, I was working on a, you know, on a, on a job where I was getting not enough money for actually me, uh, you know, and I, uh, thank God I have also like the great, the great team and stuff. But like, you know, I had like a job where I couldn't get like anything almost to eat or, or to leave or even for my gear, but I was getting it, you know, I was working hard to to get it and like you know uh, that was I, I didn't have like plan b there's no plan b it's like it's your only plan yeah. right it's like your only thing i you know i literally like almost died you know and you know i came back i was like nothing talking like i was not like you know taking it as an excuse i was working no like the first fucking week i I got out like the hospital uh, after my my coma. I like I went home. I opened my PC and I opened fucking FL Studio. Yeah. You know, right yeah. when I, I was, when I actually got home. I was literally just gonna ask you about like because we were talking about like all this shit that's going really good, but then 
you know, maybe we could just yeah. like go into that a little bit. Like, what the fuck happened, dude? So, uh, thank, thank God you're here. Yeah. So, 2020 was COVID uh, breakdown, right? And in March, when everything uh, started, I got COVID. So, it was really a new thing. Every fucking hospital was full. And I got COVID, and you know, at the end, or at the beginning, there's people were like, yeah, like you know, hospital was like, yeah, it's cool, and it got worse, like way worse, and uh, I was on a point where I was about to die, because COVID was changing uh, the oxygen to, so my body, so COVID was like actually like saying uh how can i say like dude it was making my body replace uh the oxygen to the other uh, like co like 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 other gas on the air right like so the oxygen was non-existing to my on my body Mm. so uh i was straight up dying because you know no oxygen no life yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So uh, what was happening? It was like they had needed to treat me, but since my body was not responding well, they had to put me on coma for seven days. So uh, for seven days, I was in coma. I was literally like about to die. I, you know, came back to life as I say every time. Jesus. Yeah, and when I woke up, uh, it was like the most difficult time ever because. I couldn't talk for days. I couldn't uh, walk. Uh, I remember when I woke up, I was fucking, um, how's it called? Uh, I was, I forgot the word, but like, you know, I was like. Like they had you locked in. Yeah, I, they had me locked in because, you know, during the coma I was moving. So they were like, yeah, I'm going to lock you in. And then, uh, bro, even, even like, it's going to be like, Super disgusting. Like even to sh- like to shit. Yeah, I couldn't shit. Like I, 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 no, like yeah, I, that's I, what I, when you lay in bed. Like yeah. so, I was always laying in bed, and like when I shit, I would I couldn't go to bathroom. Like they were like I was just shit in my pants, and I was like, bro, I know that I'm shitting on my pants, and I cannot control it. You know what I mean? I was like fucked up, and uh, I was fucked. I stood at the hospital for like. Uh, month yeah a month uh then i came back to home uh then uh i had a problem uh due to covid like you know it kind of resetted uh my brain or something so uh due to covid my this like left eye was always looking left alone like like imagine like you know the le- the left eye was looking always there so i was seeing every time double Mm. So uh, I had to go back to the hospital and stay another week there. And then uh, when I came back home, uh, I don't know. I was uh, one day I would just woke up to play Switch because my ba- my dad brought me a Switch and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then I was playing Switch and then my mom was like, "Yo, your eyes!" I was like, "What the hell is happening to my eyes?" They're like, "You're good." I was like, "Oh shit, for real? Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> it was the switch dude yeah. we can think nintendo <laughs> yeah like and um wow 
Yeah, it was wild. Like right, right after. Were you, were you scared? And also, do you remember anything from the coma? So uh, I was scared. I was super scared. Yeah. And you know, uh, so the coma, they put you on coma, which means imagine the several drugs that put you on yeah. on coma. So the 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 big thing about you know having having like this uh like thoughts about i'm gonna die like straight up you know people's you hear people saying that you do not you know not gonna make it i remember i uh before going to coma i sent a message to my parents uh they were kind of like uh on a war at that time <laughs> and i i put them on a the group and i was like oh i love you guys uh Please take care of yourselves. I'm gonna die. I know it. Like, so please watch out the kids, please. And I love you guys. And yeah, I'm gonna die. And like, right after that, like they took my phone because uh, you know I was going to another blog, another uh, thing. So my parents were like fucked up. They were like, oh shit. And then I didn't actually answer the phone, like the phone anymore. So everyone's like, oh shit, like, and he's gonna die. And, you know, I mean, they didn't, they had news, of course, but like, there was like a two, three, two, three days that didn't have news from, even from the hospital, even they calling them, they mm. didn't got news. So they, they were like, or like terrified. And, you know, the coma, so having like bad thoughts with the amount of drugs that they put you in coma creates a fucking bad trip yeah so imagine a bad trip but like for seven days oh man did it and feel like seven days or did it feel longer because a lot of times a so bad trip so, time so it feel longer imagine so my nightmare uh kind of that i had when i was in coma it was me uh constantly like losing my friends and my family every time like i was just seeing them go away in a loop so imagine like a loop for like years 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 because it felt like years for me yeah like and i was conscient i was like actually like conscious about what what like not about coma but like what's what happened what was happening yeah so it was like conscious like consciously you know watching my family my friends going away and me being alone and like more like lonely and lonely and lonely with the with the with the coma so i woke up you know when i woke up i was like scared because it was like oh shit like what the fuck is happening why everything is so wide why everything is like why why there's doctors on me why people are i don't know i had like nurses calling me champion because they're like, yo, you got it. Then you made it. And I was like, made what? What happened? You know, and, you know, I was actually like, I wanted one thing. You know, I remember this part where uh, I was, I woke up middle of the night. Uh, and I had this uh, nurse guy uh, talking to my dad on the phone. And I... They, I knew that it was my dad because they told me that it was my dad and I wanted to talk 
and I couldn't talk, I couldn't think, because, you know, I was always, I was still drugged about, like, you know, everything, like, uh, of the coma, so I was, I was, I couldn't talk, and the the guy, I hear, I hear him, like, talking to my dad, like, yeah, he's fine, he's responding, he already ate, and they were like, Danny, you want to say something to your dad? And I couldn't actually think, so I, I told him, like, a thing, like, uh, tell him I'm coming, and, like, my father, it was so funny, because, like, my father, my father actually went to me, like, it was like, now that I knew that Danny was wake up, because, like, it's only him to actually say shit like that, I'm coming, bro, who the fuck says I'm coming, <laughs> like, what the fuck, like, who the fuck says I'm coming, and, like, yeah, that's, that's the thing, and then, like, the worst part was when I got back to the normal life, and you're, like, you're having the same, because, you know, the nightmares don't, won't go away, right, like, you can, you, you, it's like something that I had. I had the same fucking nightmare for like six months. Really? Yeah. Like all the time. Mm. I had nightmares. I had a really big PTSD yeah. over the years. I still have actually, but like, uh, you just you know get got to a point where I don't like to be alone. If I'm alone, I freak the fuck out. Like literally, if I'm alone to like in somewhere, that's why. This job for me, it's like challenging every time because believe it or not, being a DJ, being an artist, it's a fucking lonely job. You you meet a lot of people, don't, don't get me wrong. You 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 meet a lot of people, but it's all it's lonely. If you, I'm bro, I'm, for example, I'm here with the homies, like, right? But like, I'm going to Denver, a city that I've never been before, and I'm going there alone. I'm going to be at the airport alone. I'm going to be at the plane alone. Even there's a lot of people, you're always feeling alone, right? So this is one of, like, the problems of my PTSD. It's like, you know, being alone. And, like, this job is challenging for this that reason because you're, believe it or not, you're always alone. So that's why I took I take this job, like, really seriously because, like, it's like facing my fears every fucking time. And you know, after after COVID, you know, I I I've, uh, had some problems, you know, in life and shit. And like, uh, I was I, I I couldn't actually like adapt to the real world anymore. You know, uh, you know, there were certain things that like the first six months were fucking hard. Like there was certain things that I couldn't do anymore for the first six months was, which were. You know, walking, for example, a mile was hard to me. Even like walking, I don't know, I'll say 100 meters was hard to me because, you know, I would actually like get uh, ex exhausted after walking that wa that much. Yeah. You know, I remember the first time we, I went with my mom to the pharmacy and it was like, it was at the end of the block. And I was walking with my mom, and my mom, she's sick too. She has like a sick a disease too, and she was at the end. She was kind of carrying me, because I couldn't actually move that much, and like you know, I love DJ. I told it so, I couldn't DJ because I couldn't last more than three minutes uh, standing mm -hmm. DJing. So it was fun because like I'll DJ, uh, I'll do DJ live streams at the time, sit sitting literally like cheating like this 
and DJing because and people were like, "Hey, bro, it's funny." Like, why you not stand up? I was like, "Bitch, I, I just woke, just woke up from a coma. What the fuck you mean?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. let me chill, bro. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm doing something that I like, right? Like, and you, I, I had like a lot of problems, even like you know, with with tiredness. I, I still have actually. Like, I kind of like, you know, you sleep a lot and shit because you get exhausting more, e like easily. You know, and like uh, that's one of the things that actually still here. It's like I get exhausted really, 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 really fast. Mm. I, I I can play a show and shit, but like, yeah, I get exhausted real, real fast, and I have to sleep. Sometimes, bro. Sometimes you're gonna you, you you'll find me on a festival, and I'm I'm just crawling on some fucking couch and I'm sleeping, because I do that every time. And but but yeah, the COVID experience was pretty much the worst experience ever. Yeah, I mean, I was just, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm so sorry they had to go through that. And I mean, just, you know what? Like, goddamn. I was, you know, I was sorry too, but then I was like, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes you need like a heads up in life. Mm. It's wild, but like, it's not. I mean, I don't wish anyone like to actually have this. Near, like heads right, up. near death experience yeah, yeah but like sometimes you need a heads up in life and you need to understand the fuck you're you doing this world and right remind you what's important right? exactly i mean you opened yeah. up fl studio right after exactly bro like back, i worked like, like bro sometimes people like like be like yo dang how you make it how you make it how you make it? like i i told that shit like, like before but like i was like how you make it you know like actually i, I did a post on twitter so because someone asked me yeah, Danny, how to make, sh how to get shows like you, or how you get shows. And, like, I got that shit answered, er, like, I, I, like that question every time to get me mad, because, like, why I'm mad? Because, bro, uh, for me, it's, I worked for it. You know, I worked for it. Like, I didn't ask anyone how to get shows. I got from a coma right when I got home, you know, I was weak as fuck. I opened FL Studio. Fucking three, like fucking, I don't know, 20 days later, I released a fucking song. Right? That's fucking, that's epic. <laughs> you know, I finished the song, I released it. It was like, fuck it. Yeah. You know, and I worked for, I don't know, for two years straight, nonstop. Wow. Right, on music, right after my coma, you know. And that shit got me to little bit, a little bit more is isolated from my family, a little bit more isolated from my friends. Even though I got a l lots of new friends after it, and like it, it was super good, but like yeah, it got me isolated, isolated, and actually got me like to a point that I that now I'm kind of like burned out because I'm like I need to live my life, bro. Like, all right, I've accomplished a lot of things. That's cool, and I'm gonna accomplish more, maybe. But like, I need to have a life. I need to visit spots. I need to make new new friends. Maybe you know, have a girl. Who knows? But like, you know, I need to experience life, cause you know, all right. Okay, I I had the death experience. I worked a lot after it, and I'm. I'm not, and but like I didn't have a real life at the same time, you know, 
and I I don't want to like have a new near death experience and yeah. do the same thing as I did last time, which was, oh shit, am I? Uh, did I live my life my life right? Because mm. I was asking myself that shit every time. I was like, bro, if I died right now, I will. What I've done in my life, you know what I mean? Like what I've done in my life. I definitely think about that too. But you have done. Yeah, now I have done. Yeah. yeah, you know. But like at the time, at I, the time, I, I, yeah. yeah, I was like, what I've done in my life. Like yeah. my life, my life is not complete. I didn't, you know, I'm not living through. I'm life was shit you know what i mean i was i wasn't i wasn't a point where i was like questioning myself and like that experience was right on the point where i was questioning myself you know and you know that's why this experience would like was even harder because and you know when you think about it uh you know they were full at the hospitals and you know when you think deeper you're like oh shit Someone had to die so I can take their spot at the hospital. And they're like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, then, you think, then you think, like, someone's family had to die so I can take the spot. And, you know, they could actually, like, they, if they wanted, they could work on that person, you know, and leave me for die. But no, they choose to actually pick me up because I was younger. Uh, I was, like, 21 at the time. So I was young, so they had to leave someone to die to pick me there. So I need to cherish more of my life and like and do whatever the fuck I want to do, you know. And you know, I I know a lot of people like look up to me, like to me, and you know, I don't want to deceive that person, those persons too. So, but you know, myself first because bro uh you know i don't want to leave with like with, with regrets or, mm -hmm. you, know, you know what i mean yeah so, that makes sense yeah yeah i mean it sounds like you might be just like just gotta explore some new stuff i was I, someone was telling me this the other day i was like the most basic thing it was just like if you get bored with what you're doing literally just do something else and i'm not saying you have to yeah. do but like just pick up like a new thing like you can keep doing what you're doing but just like exactly you know, and, and it sounds know, like you want to explore some other stuff i want to um, like get to know myself more yeah and like i got to know myself while djing that's the thing it's like djing got to know myself more i'm like you know i just realized like not long ago that was like Oh shit! I I always thought that I didn't have like confidence, and and like self confidence. And I was like, bro, when I DJ, look look how I look, bro. I I'm kind of hot. Not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> like, Let's go. Real, like yeah. like no no for real. Like I'm like oh shit. I'm kind of hot. Not gonna lie. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that hat on. I mean, come on, bro. Like, like, yeah, look at my hat. Like, yeah yeah yeah. Look at that <laughs> sexy American tour. <laughs> But yeah, like you know, got like a lot of shit got me happen, like like got me thinking, like you know, that's why I love music, cause music it's like it unites people. That's not a lie. It unites people, and like uh, you may don't like people, you know, some people you don't like. There's some people that I don't like, and but like there's you know, like people that I love. Those people I've met them in music. 
all my best friends, I met them in music. There's no single one that I didn't met with music. You know, and like those best friends are the kind that if I actually like, I'm bad, those guys lift me up. Yeah. Thanks to the music, you know, and the United people, you know, and we're, especially in bass music, we are all fucking nerds. Tell me one person that is not a nerd. No, there's, we are all nerds. You say, you, you'll see the most, sometimes we have like these stereotypes about, you know, people that build, like go to gym and like they are fucking build up people like, you know, like bicycle people. They will listen to dubstep. They were like, yeah, shit. I play Call of Duty and I listen to dubstep. They're like, fuck, you see? Yeah. You're fucking lookalike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you fucking look alike. Mm -hmm. You just go to see a gym. I don't, but fuck it. But like, yeah. <laughs> you see, like, we're all nerds. We all understand each other. Yeah. And it will, I mean, of course, there's specific, like, specifications, like, special yeah, yeah. things. But yeah. like, we all nerds and we all love some things. And like, even though but dubstep is big in America, it's still a niche thing. It's still something niche. Yeah. Still something like, probably like most of the gamers do it right mm. you know and like this is something that i that i find it like beautiful because we all unite for the same shit same shit right like i don't know i'm i'm so happy when someone goes in like you know i i I'll, i remember in texas uh i went to play dollars and like there was like this guy he came to me he was like yo I like you. You're kind of different. I was like, why? Because you know, one of the artists actually didn't went to the green room yet. You're still in the crowd. I was like, yeah, because I want to watch the crowd. I never been here. I want to. I'm curious. I'm like curious about the crowd. I'm curious about how, like, who's playing right now. You know, I, I want to show up. Like, I want. I want to show up. I wanna, like, who is playing right now? I never watched this artist playing, right? Because I'm curious. Because I love this. Right, I'm not, you know, I'm not those. I'm I'm not a superstar, and even if I was, I would always be like this. Cause bro, get in the crowd with the, the yeah. people that like the music. Bro, yeah. I was on rampage, bro, and I was literally moshing. Yeah, hell yeah. Bro, was, fuck me, <laughs> fuck that. Like I was moshing. I was like, fuck yeah. Because like, bro, there was like artists. Even even though they're my friends, there were artists that I never saw them live, and I was like. Oh shit! They're super good live. Yeah, I wanna be like them. Like you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And it's like, like when when you see Shaquille O'Neal, uh, DJ Diesel was in yeah. the crowd, yeah. head banging right in yeah. the front row, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta. There's a reason we all get into this in the first place, and that's because yeah. we love it, right? Exactly. And you just can't and, lose and that like, when you become an artist. And yeah, because a lot of people, I mean, not a lot of people like, but like most of the people that lose it. It's because they are, they're like, oh shit, I, I'm the shit now. Mm. Because, but like, bro, you know, it, it's like, there's like, there's an artist, I don't know if you guys know about Sam Felt. I've heard, I, I yeah. know who he is, but yeah. He has a Twitter page and like, you always, you, you always do like balances, like truth things, true things. And he was like, yeah, bro, the scene is a, a roller coaster. Today you're on top tomorrow you're like low mm -hmm. and what makes you like go and be like a little bit you know in the middle it's like producing and like 
loving the job, I, th- I think. So you got to love your job. You know, for me, it's a job. It, for me, it's like... I just want to read these real quick because I did find them. They were written uh, today and two days ago. Two days ago, he said, you want to know the secret behind my success as a DJ and producer? It's simple. I chased what I loved, and now I'm living proof that you can turn your passions into a career. And today, the music industry is a roller coaster. One minute you're up, the next you're down. But as long as we keep producing, we'll always bounce back. I like exactly. that. Bro, that's, that's, like, I like you that. know what I mean? And like, I mean, Samfeld is a Samfeld. You know what I mean? Like, if he's saying that, why another randomized dude will say the the the, the opposite way? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. You know, I mean, of course, I'm I'm not perfect. Uh, nobody is you know uh, I have my you know I'm always gentle with people of course like unless if you actually piss me off then I'm not <laughs> real gentle but like yeah cause bro I've I've had like stories and shit about people that you know they were like just not cool you know like for example you know a lot of people things that I don't like like you know guys that hate like, like that beat girls or whatever and I saw that, and I actually went there and beat the shit out of them because, like, they were doing that. Why? Because I don't like, you know, disrespect. Mm, yeah. You know? And I think there's, like, a way. Like, I don't like also, like, you know, people that uh, hang out with you because you're that person. I mean, mm, we yeah, all do. Like, so, like <laughs> people that just, like, feed off your yeah. what you've done. I mean, a lot of people, you know, uh they they want to feed themselves to you without even knowing you yeah you know there's something things that you know i love when people actually talk to me like i don't like when people go to you be like hey like no no not even hey this it's like do this for me Mm. yeah because you're in a position of you know you can do that for them and they just like or uh, hey, I love your music. Do this for me. I'm like, bro, don't even you don't even know me. Mm. Yeah, get to know me. Like, yeah. talk to me. Like, bro, talk to me. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah like, listen to this whole fucking. <laughs> exactly, podcast. like, bro, like, All look at day. me. Like, I had people. I had people. Like, I had like a guy going to me. It's like, yeah, help me. I'm like, bro, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, 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 but help me, because I like your music. Help me. Liking my music, it's not an excuse. Yeah. I like my own fucking music, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I like fucking, I don't know, Justin Bieber's songs, and I'm not going to him, like, like, can you help me, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bro, uh, it's not like, it's not like that. Get to know the person first. There's humans before, like, behind it. They will not help you. They're not robots. They're not, like, fucking... NPCs, no, they are real humans behind every artist, you know, whatever, whatever, if he's gentle or not, there's real humans, yeah. right? And like, if the human, if you don't get to know the human behind it, how you get, you, you're supposed to get the things that you want, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all humans, we all have problems, bro, like, we all struggle, bro, I struggle my life, like, do people think that I actually, like, yo, I'm, I'm surfing in money? No. Bro, like if I was surfing in money, bro, I'll 
I'll, I'll be happy, bro. I will be the same too, but I will be happy, bro. I'll even even leave my fucking room, bro. I will be like having my PS5 here. <laughs> like, get all my stuff. Bro, bro, get all my stuff. Bro, my studio will be like a fucking good studio. And I'll be fucked up. You know, you know what I mean? I'll be like, <laughs> let's go. You know, I'll be like fucking... I don't know, Kinders, bro. I will be like Kinders. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't yeah. mention the yeah. Kinders. 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 If you if you yeah. want to get to the the center of yeah. Doctor Uju's heart, get him a Kinder. The yeah. soft gooey yeah. center. Yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Uju. Kinders are <laughs> the soft spot. Or iced tea, bro. I love iced tea. It's like my high C. Yeah, high tea. Oh, iced tea. Yeah. Oh. Unsweetened uh, with a little lemon or something, or what like you? sweet and sweetened with a, le- a little lemon. On oh, it. oh nice. Uh, All right, let's wrap this guy up just because I'm scared I'm gonna yeah. run out of space. But any shout outs, real uh, quick. All right, shout out to my manager, Tom, for being a cutie and a sexy, hot guy. <laughs> uh, shout out to my friends, Bondi. I love you guys. Uh, shout out to my French friends uh shout out to george uh and mb artists shout out to austin colton munchy prism talent agency shout out to the grocery boys because i fucking love you too uh shout out to my, yeah shout out to everyone that is listening to this podcast and Hell to yeah. my my fans bro like without them I'll, i wouldn't be here and if you're a fan you're a homie that's the thing. That's how it works. So but just yeah. don't ask for stuff necessarily. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. can ask. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least be like, "Yo, what's up, Daddy? How was your fucking day? Have you actually pooped? You want a Kinder? All right." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, bro. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys. For that being was a here. journey. Mace, thank Good you. To have you. I don't normally thank Mace, but thank you. Thank you, <laughs> as always. Uh, you know thank you listeners for if you got this far good on you that was a journey yay ah peace peace